Hello everyone, it's the hardcore legend Mick Foley wishing a nice day to everyone there, right there, at True Heel Heat. Yeah! <laughs> hello, hello, hello. It is me, it is me, your True Hill Phenom SP3. We are live on the True nah. Hill Heat YouTube and Facebook for our NXT No Mercy preview here to break down the card for this Saturday premium live event from Bakersfield, California, somewhere in California. I'm pretty sure I got I nailed it. I nailed it. Yes. Yeah, see, I know Rob, I know Rob would know, but let me give him a proper introduction. I am joined here with a special guest today. First time on the True Hill Heat YouTube channel, and I'm very excited to have him on. Someone I wanted to have on for a very long time. He is a writer extraordinaire, does so much great work over on Fightful.com as well as, as well as WrestleZone. You've seen him on the Fightful YouTube channel. He's done podcasts, reviews. He's done it all around the world. And most of all, he is my quiz rival. He is Robert D. Felice. How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great after that intro. Geez, I feel kind of special. You know, we are quiz rivals, but we'll put that away for now for some No Mercy previewing. I just told you before we got on here, if everything matters, nothing matters. Because, boys and girls, there's a lot of wrestling out there, and it can get a little jumbled up. But I'm here to tell you, this matters, because we're here, and we're going to talk about it. Yes, I was like talking about it because I usually do these previews with my good brother, Mr. Romeo Anthony Cologne. And to pull back the curtain, he was like trying to back out of this. And I was like, I was like, no, this is honestly probably the biggest No Mercy, uh, the biggest NXT card that they ever had. Because when I was watching last night, I was like, they got a main roster person in pretty much every match on this card. Yeah, it's. They're definitely trying something new where I think we're in the full-blown WWE ECW era of NXT where it's just, hey, look, we're going to put these main roster people on there and you'll understand. And I think it's a good card, but ultimately with Collision and Wrestle Dream the next day, if people skip No Mercy, I, I can see it, but I do think they'll be missing out on something really special. I think it's going to be, as I always compare it to, what, what what's the show? Uh, the show, the first show I remember that got killed by it being like the day before something was Impact Slammiversary 2021 that had Jay White come out and like showdown with Kenny Omega. And that was like big news for a matter of like 20 hours because John Cena returned at Money in the Bank 2021 right. the following day. <laughs> right, and that was the first like non-COVID show, so nobody was talking about poor Slammiversary, you know. And that's realistically that's the pattern we're seeing now. There's so many of these things where it's just like, look, are Carmelo and Ilya gonna kill it? Absolutely. Will anybody be talking about that after Brian Danielson and Zack Sabre Jr.? It remains to be seen. Like, it's it's a tough spot to be in, but if you're a wrestling fan. Enjoy the weekend because it's going to be a big one, and I'm I'm excited about all of it. 
Yeah, there's going to be a plenty of great wrestling, you know, from AEW, from WWE. You know, we we this week, we did a review on New Japan Pro Wrestling. They had a big show over the weekend. So they'll be, of course, a little bit a part of AEW Wrestle Dream. So, so much wrestling to enjoy. And we are here to talk about it all. But today, we're here to talk about NXT No Mercy after a really good NXT. Like we got Tony here in the chat who says uh, last night's NXT was pure fire a lot of good wrestling across wwe the last two nights i thought raw was one of the best raws of the year with like at least two to three good to great matches and then last night's nxt you had the the butch and uh and pete dunn i mean put i'm calling him I'm calling uh, but him butch did not wrestle himself uh Butch yeah. and Joe Coffey, the four-way number one contenders match. I love that finish, that finish for uh, Trick getting the win. So, yeah, there was some good stuff on that show as well. So he says it was pure fire. And sound off in the live chat if you are with us live. We appreciate y'all for joining us. If you're watching us on demand, we appreciate you as well. Show that appreciation back in the simplest way possible. Drop the thumbs up on this video. Share this video with all your wrestling fans, friends, and family on all your favorite social media platforms if you're new to the true hill heat youtube channel hit that subscribe button hit the bell to stay notified for all the great content here once again we're well on our way to our goal of 10,000 subscribers we're just 500 subscribers away so hit that subscribe button if you are new and of course sound off in the live chat like i said before and if you're feeling generous you can send a super chat donation always helps the channel and helps the contributors that what we do here and it always helps out helps the channel grow appreciate that always but rob give us we always start off these review or these previews by giving us a zero to ten your buzz level for nxt no mercy i'm at i'm at about a seven for no mercy a lot of that having to do with the fact of hey we got some interesting signings coming into wwe and how much is that going to factor into no mercy i guess we're going to have to wait and see and find out I mean, you you put it out there, but the big news of the kind of the, the week, the theme of the week after yesterday with all the news and interviews. I know you, you do writing. I do writing. I, I did plenty of Jay Cargo articles yesterday uh, coming off of her being announced as an official signee of WWE. And I put it in the headline here. So I'll just put it out front. What do you think? Zero to 100. The percentage level. Jay Cargill debuts this Saturday at NXT No Mercy. You know, only because Becky Lynch is the women's champion, I'm going to say there's probably like a, a 70% chance that she's at least in the bracket of this women's breakout tournament that will be announced on Saturday. I think we'll get something from Jade. I think so as well. I think I'm going to put it at 75% and that kind of makes my buzz level. I got to e equal it out to about seven and a half. I'm at a seven and a half because I think that Jade, you know, training in the performance center, getting that world-class training, like she was talking about in her interview with the ringer. I think that maybe you want to, you want to keep her there for just a few months. For just a few months to to work with Becky Lynch and then win the NXT Women's Championship and then get called up to the main roster probably in the new year. Yeah, I, I still think she should definitely be in the Royal Rumble. If yeah. it was up to me, I would have 
Look, they rolled out the red carpet, which is great. I wouldn't have even said anything. I would have just had her show up in the Rumble, win it, and go to WrestleMania because I think she's got enough star power where you can carry it over into something that's never been done before. But since they did announce it, something tells me maybe they want her around the NXT level at first so she can get acclimated to the system. I think I think they didn't want to risk it with the risk of how much does the WWE audience know her from her time in AEW. And this immediately showed people how they view her by the way they announced this whole signing and making her the first signing of the post TKO era. So I think I think it meant more by how they announced it than just having her come out as a surprise. I think Cody Rhodes is the type you do that with. I think Jay Cargill, they did it the right way. Yeah, and I think she's going to be a major player for years to come if everything goes right, because we already know she's got the star power. That was something she gave AEW that I think they're going to be without for a little while, that instant presence of who are you and where do you work and how can I find this? That's okay, though, because that's more WWE speed and AEW is going to stick to. That's okay. We got Zack Sabre Jr. and Brian Danielson, and you know why you're coming to AEW. Yeah, like I, I told someone this morning, I was like, AEW more of like I like someone told me, oh, they fumbled with the negotiations. I was like, no, you have to kind of look at it from their perspective of what they value, how Tony Khan books the women's division to begin with. And then in general, Tony Khan values you being a great wrestler or having a character that gets over with the audience without them doing much work. So yeah. they neither neither of those things is Jay Cargill. So is it really valuable for them to pay as much as WWE is willing to pay? No. So that it's a simple it's a simple question when you put it in that perspective. I think it it has to sting a little bit because they did put a lot yes. behind no, Jay no, Cargill. No, I I'd say where they fumbled was the last six months of her booking. I was like, they did the, the work and they put a lot of equity into her, had her train with Brian Danielson and William Regal. And then like around like, like June, July of last year, the summer where everything was going bad for them, where things were breaking down backstage, they lacked on one of their crown jewels and they had a diamond that collected dust. Yeah. And ultimately they kept her undefeated, which is a credit to them sticking to their guns and saying, it's going to be Statlander and no one else. But also, maybe they could have, you know, done a little bit more to say, hey, we know she's not going to be with us. Or maybe they didn't know. Maybe they thought they had her and it was a bit of a surprise. But we'll see because Jade's going to be a big player. 100%. So I, th I think the right thing for her and the right thing for WWE, because you have to also, it's the thing about value. I think that Jade is more valuable for them and what they're trying to do with NXT for like at least a couple of months than what she would be right now on Raw and SmackDown, where they kind of have already kind of foreshadowed they're going to do Rhea Ripley and Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair at WrestleMania. So if she's not going to be in one of those pictures, then keep her on NXT where she could be valuable and make that the third brand like you've been trying to do. You finally have someone you could put on there for a couple of months and not a cup of coffee like these main roster people. Yeah, and I think NXT might start to look not like the full black and gold era where you had everybody and it was basically its own alternative, but I think they might start to take more chances now with Jade and the potential Brian Pillman 
and things like that. And it's a good move for NXT because they did a lot with a 2.0, but I think it's time to move it forward. Absolutely. It was a nice little middle ground phase, but we, we kind of got to get out of that. They changed the logo and they seem to be focusing on like different people and building the company up again. So I like I like where NXT is at right now. And I'm looking forward to this Saturday's card. Keep sounding off in the live chat. I see Negro Buck in here. He's saying WWE is really rolling out the red carpet for Jade. Love to see it. I agree. Uh, we got he also says, Yeah, keep Jade on NXT for a few months before she gets to the main roster. I agree with you though. I think she should be in the Royal Rumble, but I think she should be in the Royal Rumble as NXT woman champion. And I think she could be, and I think they're just going to continue making the next star. And potentially, if you really think about it, maybe the first time since Charlotte that you'll see this kind of a red carpet treatment. And I, I, I think that's right where she belongs. 100% agree. Uh, Frantic Royal saying, I just hope the booking of Jay Cargo in WWE will be okay. I don't trust Triple H or Vince. I will say they gave me a little bit more confidence in them in the fact that she's keeping her name. That, yeah. that, that was step one. That was step one I needed to see. And I'm like, okay, I'm giving you a chance. At least it appears that way. They would be really foolish to change. Well, she she said in one of her interviews that oh, it was she... very important to her to keep her name. So I, I'm, that's very why I'm, I'm just going on what she's saying. Okay, so very good, because I was worried that they would change that. It also looks like if you go based on the, at least the promo or the little teaser, that they might be letting Pillman keep his name, which is also very important, because there is equity to these stars. You're not taking someone from the indies. You're taking someone who's been undefeated on TBS and TNT for almost 500 days. And it's important to keep her there. So I'm glad that they're not like, going to call her like Jane Smith or whatever, you know, whatever generic name you want to give her. <laughs> Jada, Jada Parker. If people were worried that was her. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was too, even though I had admitted like it wouldn't have been the worst thing, but just changing her at all would be a, a step backwards. I'm glad to see they're not doing that. Yeah. We got Neighbor Buzz saying, I will be closing Saturday night, so I will be watching No Mercy when I get home around 11 p.m., but thank God I'm off on Sunday to watch Wrestle Dream Live. Yeah, a lot of wrestling to, to take in. Oh, you need to take off Monday when you watch these AEW pay-per-views. Oh, yeah. They, they run long, and those press conferences run even longer. <laughs> take, take, take the next day off, pal. <laughs> That sounds like a smart plan, but let's get into this card. First up, we got one of the matches I was talking about with a main roster representative, a free agent in, in this year's draft, Baron Corbin. He'll go one-on-one -on -one with his biggest competition yet on the NXT roster, former NXT, two-time NXT champion, Braun Breaker. These two heels had been basically feuding with Von Wagner until Braun Breaker committed uh, attempted murder and uh, tried to crush his skull with uh, steel steps. And ever since then, these two have been brawling all over the place, including on last night's NXT, when they brawled into the parking lot and were slamming each other on cars. And Braun Breaker thought he was PCO raising up from the dead on top of the car. And yeah, it's going to And then they speared into a cardboard wall into Shawn Michaels' office. I mean, and the, the buildings in Orlando have a bit more structural 
down. I wouldn't call it cardboard now, sir. I don't know what you're talking I mean, about. I mean, it looks like cardboard to me, sir. It definitely <laughs> was not an Amazon Prime box that they broke through. What do you mean? Um, yeah, I am very excited about this. I think if you let them go and just let them be two hosses, like two really big dudes that can just beat the crap out of each other, I think this could be one of the most fun matches on the show. Now, Baron is in NXT to help elevate the younger talent and put them over. I kind of think in this case, it's the opposite. Braun is set. He is set. He is ready to go. He can go spear through half of the undercard on the main roster, and it would make sense. Baron is being built back up. I'd like to see him get the win here. And I don't know. Maybe we see... You mentioned PCO. Maybe we see Zombie Von Wagner pop up and uh, get some revenge on Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin for laughing at him. I do expect to see some Von Wagner, and I definitely would like to see uh, Baron Corbin win. But I think I'm going to go with the money that they will do is probably Braun Breaker wins. Uh, yeah, if I had to put money on it, I would go with Braun Breaker winning because he's taken so many big losses, especially on the uh, NXT Premium Live event since losing the NXT uh, Championship. He lost that stand in the liver, lost that battleground. I don't even remember if he was on Great American Bash. So he needs a big win here, and this kind of would qualify as that versus someone who's a former Mr. Money in the Bank, a former United States champion. But you did make me think about the fact, though, that Von Wagner is there to make a comeback here and interject himself. So, but I'm gonna I'm gonna confidently go with uh Braun Breaker getting the win because I refuse to go with Baron Corbin. And I'm very interested to see the quality of this matchup because I feel like uh it's been basically highs and lows when it comes to Baron Corbin's work since he made his return to NXT. We had the high of the great match with Carmelo Hayes for the NXT championship on TV. And we had the low of one of the worst matches of 2023 with uh, Gable Stevenson at Great American Bash. So that was, that was DOA, I think. Um, Corbin, I think he can have a really fun one with Braun because I think just let them let them really just slug it out the whole way through. Because Corbin, he's he's good. He gets a lot of flack, I think, especially because he was somehow by the McMahons on television. Uh, the scapegoat for bad TV a few years ago, and I don't know if he ever escaped that stink, but Corbin is good, and I want to see him shine here, but Breaker is the next big thing if they do it right. 100% agree with you there. Next up, we got the Fatal 4-Way Tag Team Matchup for the NXT Tag Team Championships. Tony D'Angelo and Stax defending the gold against the Creed Brothers, against Angel Garza and Alberto Carrillo, and OTM out the mud, playing dice, and now they're in the championship position. At NXT No Mercy, we saw a meeting between all four teams on last night's show where Tony D and Stax basically determined they're going to have a fatal four-way because this is their first defense on a premium live event and they want to make it count and prove themselves against the entire division. Who do you think walks out with the gold here? I mean, first of all, we're in a beautiful time where you can go straight from the ring to some five-star maybe sketchy affiliated backed 
restaurant where you're getting some great big ziti, you're getting the whole red carpet treatment there too. I think the tag team champions should retain. However, there's a lot here where it's like Angel and Umberto, if they don't win, the ghost of their grandfather is going to haunt them in their dreams. I'm very concerned for these men. They wake up with these weird uh, wolf scratch tattoos. Very concerned. They wake up as the American wolves. I, I'm very concerned for what's going on with them because, you know, literally, I don't know if you've seen some of those old El Santo movies. They they mess with some supernatural things, the werewolves, and the. I'm very concerned for these two. So they got a lot on this match as well. OTM, I wouldn't have had them on my bingo card for competing in a tag team championship match immediately after debuting they're affiliated with scripts so automatically i'm like do i really want to see these guys win i don't know i like scripts and reggie i think there's definitely something there it just ain't for me i do like their gta branding though i think yes oh my god i popped for that last night so they got a great look these two are definitely two guys who are gonna kill it in the future but they just got there so it can't be them. And the Creed brothers, for some ungodly reason, are not wrestling, you know, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn and the Judgment Day on the main roster. I don't get that at all. So they need to not win so they can move up. I'm going to say champions retain, but my number two pick would be Angel and Umberto because I think they put a lot of stock in their story. They they have to build them back up here and for this championship position and I would love to see them get an opportunity to you know really get a push here in NXT but I agree with you I think that the family is going to retain here same as John Elite the family forget about it okay. hey hey we got some freaking gabagoo you know <laughs> and, and look I I actually grew up around that, so I do appreciate the representation on my screen, even if I'm a little worried that Tony D'Angelo went from like prison to the NXT Tag Team Championships. It's all good, you know. Yo, that's a that's a that's an inspirational story. You got I, him, I you got out Don. the mud. Out the mud can relate to that. Maybe yes. there's some crossover there. One day they have like some prison yard fight. I can actually, I just said that out loud. I could see them doing that in a few months. But I think family wins here. I do like Tony D and Stax. I don't see them fitting in as well on the main roster as I do a team like the Creeds. So yeah, they can still work it out in NXT. They, 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 it's going to take some time, maybe a year or two uh, for Sax and uh, Tony D. But moving on to a matchup that I'm very much looking forward to for the Heritage Cup. It is going to be Noam Dar defending against the winner of the NXT Global Heritage Invitational, a.k.a. the NXT Best of the Super Heritages, <laughs> Butch. He's going to be facing Noam Dar here. And uh, Butch has had some great matches, whether against Axiom, that time limit draw, against Tyler Bate in the Group A finals, and a very good matchup against Joe Coffey last night on NXT in the finals. Who do you think walks out with the Heritage Cup here? Uh, First of all, I love Noam Dar. I think he's tremendously funny. I think the metaphor is a great act. However, there is no good reason... To not just put this on Butch, maybe call him Pete Dunn in the process. I don't know. The name Butch 
has never sat right with me. Um, I, it should be him. He's not doing much on the main roster outside of he competes in some fun tag matches, but let him have a fun run, then build up Charlie Dempsey, and let him drop into someone like a Charlie Dempsey. Like, Butch is better off on NXT right now. I hope they see that. I hope it is Butch. Yeah. Uh, I think if it wasn't for uh, Sheamus being hurt right now, you could easily just slot Sheamus into a tag team with Rich Holland and keep the Brawling Brutes act going and he could focus completely on NXT. But I agree with you nonetheless, even though he's going to probably have to split time like the Judgment Day have been doing. I think that Pete Dunne, a.k.a. Butch, he gets the win. He becomes the next Heritage Cup champion. It just makes sense after the push that they gave him in this tournament and rebuilding him back up. And I would love for him to go back to his heritage of Pete Dunne. Yes, I would as well. And look, we're 13 months away, but also you need more crossover between SmackDown and NXT anyway, because NXT is uh, going back to USA. So let's put it on Butch. I I think uh, Noam Dar will be fine. The metaphor will be fine. That's another tag team for the family to feud with. Uh, Noam Dar could go after the NXT North American title at some point. They're going to do all right. They will be perfectly fine. And that's a perfect segue since you brought up the title. The North American Championship will be defended as it will be Dominic Mysterio defending against the new number one contender, Trick Williams. This basically came out of nowhere. This originally was supposed to be Dom versus Mustafa Ali after Ali defeated Dragon Lee with help from Dom as special guest referee. That that feels like months ago now because Mustafa Ali has been released from the WWE last week. So the match was wide open now. Dominic had a great match, arguably the best match of his career against Dragon Lee on Monday Night Raw, putting him to the back of the line. But there was a four-way with Dragon Lee, Axiom, Tyler Bate. It was supposed to be a triple threat, but then Trick Williams, after defeating Joe Gacy, inserted himself to make it a fatal four-way. And in an excellent finish, it was Trick Williams who got the pinfall victory on Axiom to become the number one contender. So are we going to see Trick Williams' big moment, or will Dominic Mysterio's reign of terror on the North American Championship continue, Rob? Well, there, there's also there's also the added caveat of... So Dragon Lee punches Dominic Mysterio while Dom's cutting a promo, and suddenly that entitles him to be a referee for this Oh, he's the, re- he's the referee? I did not even Dragon, hear that. Dragon Lee, they announced <laughs> at the end of the NXT, will be the referee for this match. So I, I'm ultimately going to say I think Dom keeps it because I think they like that, and I think the story is going to be Trick doesn't get the job done, he gets mad that Melo does get the job done. Spoiler for what we'll talk about later. And then he gets mad at Mello. But I think Dragon Lee is going to help Dom win in the sense of, I'm going to fast count Trick so that I can take the title from you later. I think that's the story we're going we're gonna to tell. Yes, I see it in the comments here. Uh, yes, some people are surprised. Dragon Lee is the referee. That's what happens when, you know, NXT has an overrun and you keep watching. I, I think um, I think it'll be good, and I think Trick should have an okay match. Dom is an okay performer. He's a much better character than he is 
between the ropes performer, but that's okay. I think it'll eventually come. And I think Dom wins because people are enjoying the rise of Dom. I think people are enjoying the rise of Dom, and that's why I agree with you. I think that he retains, especially now that I know that Dragon Lee is the special guest referee. Apparently, they want to do one more match for them. And I always said after that great match that they had on Monday Night Raw this week, I think the logical way to continue, you want to continue this, at least have one more match between the two. And it's third, it's uh, Dragon Lee's third attempt to take the North American title from Dominic, and Dominic makes him put his mask on the line. Because he said he hates guys. He has a resentment against guys who have a mask because they remind him of his deadbeat dad. It just makes sense. Have Dragon Lee put his mask on the line against against Dom's title. And that's when Dragon Lee gets the big win. Now, follow me here. If, if you will, indulge, indulge the fantasy booking to an extent. October 31st is a Tuesday. NXT typically runs Halloween Havoc. Yes. It ain't 30 years 31 or but it or not it's not 25 years it's 26 but there was the eddie guerrero Mysterio uh mask versus title i think we just run that back and just run it back that's where, and that's where dragon lee gets it you know i think that's what we should do nxt halloween havoc can be a tv special it's typically a pay-per-view they didn't do that this year they did no mercy so i think that's probably the way we're gonna go i'm down for it I say do it. Do it, NXT. We're, yeah. we're giving you free booking here. Free I, I booking. think that I think that actually works. And I think Dragon Lee, either way, even if they don't do that idea, I think Dragon Lee will be the guy who beats Dom for the title at some point. I think especially after he knocked it out the park on his audition, basically, on Monday Night Raw this week. I think you do it. Uh, we got uh, Neil Bugs. He's saying uh, that would be awesome for Halloween Havoc. We also got here uh, Bell, who says either Dragon Lee costs Dom the title and Trick wins, or Dom wins and Dragon Lee takes the title from Dom. I don't know why, but I'm between those two. Uh, I I like the I, I'm I'm really I'm really on the bad wagon. I'm about to I'm about to tweet it out after the show is done. That we we just we just gave you we're giving you the booking, Sean. I know you got me blocked, but you could see it. Oh, does he? <laughs> uh, I am not blocked. So, you know, we are giving you the booking. And I, I think that's a great way to pay tribute to, uh, you know, Eddie and Ray without having to run Dom and Ray back. I'm actually okay if they never do that again. I think their yeah. one match at Mania was perfect. And I think everything going forward should be about Dom. And this has been a really fun run for him. I, th- I think you only do it when Ray says, I'm done. And this is the last match I want to have because you have to have Dom finally beat him. I think that's the whole reason they didn't have him win at Mania is because they want to save that for when Ray is done done. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's probably that probably will be how he finishes up too. Yeah, and we got John Ali who says have Dom wear uh, attire similar to Ray for Halloween. Having yeah, I think you have, have him wear the Eddie gear. Where's the Eddie gear? Yeah. <laughs> He's got he's got the hair. The hair matches. There's almost something to that storyline that they did all those years ago. But you know, I really think that's a fun way of getting things done. Indeed, I agree. Now we got uh, basically a double main event for our No Mercy, but we'll start with the Extreme Rules matchup. 
it's going to be Becky Lynch defending the NXT Women's Championship against Tiffany Stratton. It was just a number of weeks ago that Becky Lynch made history, becoming a Grand Slam champion, defeating Tiffany Stratton on NXT, the highest rated NXT in nearly three years, as uh, she defeated Tiffany Stratton to become the NXT Women's Champion. She has defended the title already against Natalya over on Monday Night Raw, and then Tiffany Stratton attacked her with a steel chair after Becky and Lyra Valkyria defeated uh, Stratton and Kiana James with a steel chair, and this led to Becky Lynch making the challenge for an Extreme Rules matchup. And then the winner of this will have to face Tegan Knox two days later on Monday Night Raw, but who's going to walk out with the NXT Women's Championship? And do you think it's here we have a debut of Jade Cargill? I think it would be amazing if they were to have Jade skip the line of the breakout tournament and just attack. I'll say right now, Becky's probably going to win. If they have Jade skip the line, attack Becky, that would be pretty impressive. I don't know if they'll go that way. I think this is a showcase for Tiff. I think Tiffany is about to have a pay-per-view main event where she becomes the next major star she can take over for that charlotte flair role she can take over for a lot of these top women on the main roster and i think she's almost ready this match will get her there but i think it's becky's to lose because she's she's gonna help the next generation of women and she's getting a fun chance to do that with a title she never had and to this point you know, I don't know. I don't necessarily even want to know if the slip up made by Tiffany in that promo was on purpose that led to all this or if it was a happy accident because they're doing some cool stuff. Tiffany's about to have the match of her career so far, but Becky's going to win it. 100% agree. I think this is going to get a lot of time because Becky Lynch is in there. And we saw Becky Lynch basically guide Tiffany Stratton to her best match yet on the, when she won the title. And I think that with the Extreme Rules stipulation, it's going to be something new for Tiffany Stratton to try. We could see stuff like maybe her trying to moonsault off of something higher than the top rope. I would love to see that. So I'm very excited to see what they're going to put together in this matchup here. I expect it like you to be Tiffany Stratton's best match yet. And I totally agree with you. Tiffany Stratton is an act that's kind of ready already for the main roster. You can kind of put her and fit her into kind of either either Raw or SmackDown and put her in a, in a prime position to succeed. But I think they're going to wait a little bit until they do that. I think maybe like Raw Rumble time is when they're going to bring her up, but they might just have her on the main. I think I have more faith in NXT to come up with storylines for her outside of the title picture more than I am Raw or SmackDown right now. That's just just me because the NXT, it seems like all the women always have something going on. You got Gigi Dolan feuding with Blair Davenport. You got Roxanne Perez is trying to find her edge. You got everybody has a story. We're in the main roster. I can't tell you what Candice LeRae is doing. I can't tell you what Indy Hartwell is doing. Can't tell you what Nikki Cross is doing. Can't. I mean, I just found out Alba Fire and uh, Isla Dawn cursed the tag team titles, but they just showed back up on TV. So, like, great continuity. Yeah. Great continuity for them to just fall into this. So we curse the tag titles. I'm very happy that they're still back on TV because you hit the nail on the head. What's Candice doing? Glad she's on TV, but what's she doing? What's Indy doing? Why? Why do you have these great wrestlers? Just 
you know, wasting away on the roster. It's very unfortunate. But I think Tiffany, because she has a built-in persona, she's going to be something very special on either Raw or SmackDown. I agree with you 100%. And then finally, we got the main event of NXT No Mercy. The NXT Championship will be defended in the sequel to one of the best matches of the year from NXT Great American Bash. Carmelo Hayes will defend the NXT Championship against Ilya Dragunov. These two men had a classic at Great American Bash where Carmelo Hayes got the win, but a lot of that came down to an assist from Trick Williams who had the NXT Championship in hand and Ilya went headfirst into it. Ilya since then has defeated Trick Williams. He's defeated Aura Menzies. He's defeated everyone in his way, including Wesley, to become number one contender. And Carmelo Hayes is in his line of fire once again. Can they have the same type of match they had at Great American Bash? And who walks out with the top prize on NXT Raw? So the problem with sequels and the reason they never live up to the original is because now there's pressure. Yes. I do think there's pressure. I do think Ilya and Melo are good enough to live up to and perhaps succeed. But we will we will ultimately see when the bell rings. I can see this going either way. I see it in NXT with Dragunov at the helm because there are a lot of fun challenges for him in you know, Dragon Lee, a Braun Breaker match waiting, a West Lee match perhaps. If he decides to come back, I don't know necessarily what his story is. There's a lot of matches waiting there, but ultimately, I think, as I alluded to earlier, the story is Trick doesn't get the job done. Mello does. Uh, Mello feels like he got rid of the asterisk from the Great American, or not the Bash. Was it the Bash? What was yeah, the first match? Yeah, the Great American Bash. Ah, so the Great American Bash, and I think that's where the asterisk comes and punches him in the face. You know, and... Now you have Trick Mello have a blow up, perhaps a match for the Halloween Havoc TV special that I'm now fantasy booking in my head. Or, you know, you do that match. It's not the deadline match. It's not the December pay-per-view match because you can build someone else up for that. But I think that'll be a very important match for Mello and in the evolution of Mello and Trick. Yes, I can. I can see this matchup being very important to the evolution of this mellow and trick story, which means seems to be kind of the main story going on on NXT right now. But I'm sorry, Ilya Dragunov. He's come so close. He's been the nearly man so many times. Whether it's the be- the great triple threat match he had with Braun Breaker and uh, JD McDonough last year at Halloween Havoc, whether it was the matchup at the Great American Bash, this is his third opportunity at the NXT Championship on a premium live event. I think that he gets the job done, and I think that it comes down to Trick Williams, who comes out after losing and is trying to root on Melo. And Melo, once again, what we've been seeing over the last couple of weeks backstage is Melo blowing off Trick Williams or being too busy for Trick Williams or not wanting Trick around, and he does that to Trick again, and Trick snaps, and that's why Ilya Dragunov gets the win. And I think, you know, that is also very possible because there was the line in the contract signing of, you know, I ain't anybody you beat. I ain't, I ain't Braun. I ain't Trick. And he realizes, 
Oh, yeah, I just, I just uh, said something wrong about my best friend. That sucks, you know. But it could, it could come down to that. I'm okay with seeing Dragonoff as champion. I think NXT needs to go through that renaissance where it's about the bell to bell action again because they had a really good run of you know, hey, let's try this 2.0 stuff. It's colorful. It's fun. Now we need to get back to we are our own alternative, and Dragonoff can be a very good first champion for that but ultimately i'm gonna say mellow keeps it but i'm totally cool with the other results as well yeah there's two really good options either way and the only match on this card that has two legitimate nxt guys it it doesn't have anyone from the main roster in this matchup the only match on the card that has that and i think it's going to be the best match on the card as well but very much looking forward to this Saturday show. I know Rob is as well, and I know you are as well. So show some love, drop the thumbs up on this preview here. And I want to thank Rob for joining me here and talking about NXT No Mercy and venting about how there's too much wrestling in this world right now. Yeah, there is. And look, I, I say from the viewer perspective, enjoy it. From the worker, pers- from the writer perspective, I'm a little uh, burnt out a bit, but that's all right because we are getting great shows left and right. NXT, No Mercy is going to be a hell of a show. Uh, Wrestle Dream will be an even better one. And I'm just excited that like wrestling is thriving. At the end of the day, it is because we got superstars jumping companies. We've got all this good stuff happening in the news. So wrestling is thriving, and I love that. I'm all for wrestling thriving and there's options. There's options for everything, everybody to watch. If you don't like NXT, watch AEW uh, uh, Wrestle Dream. If you don't like AEW, watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. You don't like that, watch Impact Wrestling. There's a smorgasbord. There's something out there and you're going to find your brand. Exactly, exactly. Or you could be like me and watch it all. I don't suggest that though. Um, But... (laughs) Don't suggest that. Uh, don't but, suggest it, but it could be fun. Please, please let everybody know where they could follow you on social media, what you got going on, your writing, and everything else you got going yeah, on. Yeah, so you can so, follow me everywhere at Dude Felice. There you search that on any social media platform and you'll find me. You can find me every single day of the week on fightful.com. Find me other days of the week on wrestlezone.com. I'm Occasionally doing podcasts, but ultimately, I appreciate any of the follow, any of the love. I should have more projects in the works very soon, and I look forward to being back here, hopefully. Indeed. We were definitely going to have you back on, Rob. Had so much fun talking about this show with you. You can follow me on the Twitter machine at true heel sp3 and you can follow the gang at facebook twitter instagram tiktok all that good stuff at true heel heat patreon.com forward slash real heat three dollars a month you get more exclusive content and that's the best way to show your support for what we do here so go over there and support us in that way as well and you get content the True Hill Heat Prediction Championship, all that good stuff. And check out all the great content on the channel right now, like 
we mentioned earlier our new Japan Pro Wrestling Destruction in Kobe 2023 review with myself, J News, and Sanal. Check out myself and Caden yesterday on Rated Raw Review number 114. And we got one more big preview this week coming up on Friday at 12.05 p.m. Eastern Time. Join us for our AEW Wrestle Dream preview. It will be myself and Joe Holbert of Wrestle Paris. So join us for that. But thank you to Robert. Thank you to all of you. It is me. It is me. Your True Hill Phenom SP3. This has been our NXT No Mercy preview. We are signing off until next time.